Howdy, welcome back to the Jam Podcast. This is Marco Balthazar. This is my first and possibly only appearance on the Jam Podcast, um, but I'm very excited to be here. Um, we are here in Parker, Colorado. I have Jess and Hetty with me, and so we were gonna we're gonna introduce ourselves. Um, we are three out of the four church interns here at Cross Family Church, and so go ahead, Hetty. <laughs> yeah. Like already mentioned, my name is Hedy, uh, and I actually come from Estonia. And keep a lookout, we have a podcast with, with just me when I where I talk about the differences and all my story and stuff. Yes, please keep a lookout. She is super fun and interesting to talk about and listen to. Um, we had to do a whole podcast just for her because I was worried that she was not going to talk a lot by herself. So we said we were going to make a space for this. <laughs> Uh, but yes, you guys already know me. My name is Jess, um, and we are here in Parker, Colorado for an internship with Cross Family Church. Um, just super excited to be here. Um, originally came here um, just to learn about church planning and what that looked like, and uh, we have learned a lot about a lot of things, church planting and otherwise. So you guys will get to hear a little bit about what that all was today. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it looked a little bit differently. I was already here in Colorado. Um, I have lived up here for a year. Um, I feel strongly uh, from the Lord that uh, I'm called to be a senior pastor one day. And so because of that, um, I have come to learn what church planting is like um, and to be the church planting intern up here at Cross Family Church. Uh, I know um, it looks a little differently uh, for Jess, this is mm -hmm. her second time being up here, mm -hmm. um, and then yeah. Eddie's first time. Is it the first time in the U.S.? Yep, no, first, first time, time in the U.S. <laughs> what an experience to have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are just going to kind of get started today with some fun first impressions of each other. Um, none of us had talked to each other before we came here. We... Didn't even know what each other looked like. <laughs> Just going into it. So Marco here. So he, when I first came, I am staying with Esther and um, love her and her family. They're super sweet. But Marco had stayed with them. And so Esther had just like kind of said some things about you. And so I was like, okay. And so I thought I had a pretty good idea of who you were. And so there was like a Sunday that you were there. I think that's him. And so I went and introduced myself and you were actually like really quiet that morning. So I thought that was just like your personality. And so I was like, oh, okay, he's quiet. Interesting. But as we continued, <laughs> he was not quiet. <laughs> Did you have any good like first impressions of him in anything? Or bad at first impressions? <laughs> no bad first impressions. Like I've heard stuff like Ben mentioned him before I came here, uh, my youth pastor, and uh, and you mentioned like him by name and Esther. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then Esther told the funny story about you getting stuck. Oh yeah, she loved telling that story to us about you getting things. stuck in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Happened briefly. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think our first impression though of all of us together was um, we got together, I think the first Sunday that we were all there and we did a bonfire oh, at um, Bryce's house. 
who is um, who is leader of an internship for the whole summer. Um, and I don't know what happened. Actually, I do know what happened. I had coffee and I was a little hyper. And so that was a little contagious. <laughs> and so we're all laughing and talking. And I feel like that was the first time we all like really just yeah. connected. And I wish Hannah was here because she was also there. And I feel like she would also agree that it was just a yeah. sweet time together. But we were all laughing and commenting on each different things. <laughs> so anyways, it was, it was it was a fun time. But yeah, I think that was our first impression of you. Yeah, and that night Hetty had to, or Hetty got to have her first s'more. Oh yeah, so that was really that was, exciting. That was fun. I feel like you probably thought there was too much sugar on it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, yeah. So for Hetty, let's talk about our first impressions for her. Um, do you remember the first time you met her or saw her or whatever? Well, yeah, like when we met at setup. Um, definitely, I knew she was very quiet from the get-go, and everything, usually she's very soft-spoken, and so um, I knew that if we were going to get to know each other, that it was going to take some work. And, uh, <laughs> but as Jess has actually mentioned earlier today, um, the tongue never gets tired, so uh -huh. you can apparently talk for a very, very long time. <laughs> and so that's what my mission became was to talk and to get to know them as much as possible in the time we had. Yep. And get to know their personalities. And so um, for Hetty, I, I have been to Estonia. So I will say I have been to Estonia three different times. And so I've met um, uh, several people from Estonia and made built relationships with people from Estonia. Um, and so I kind of have a good sense on what their personalities tend to be like mm -hmm. um, because the culture there is very different from America. And so what they're used to, um, uh, the way that they're used to interacting socially is a lot quieter and a lot more private and reserved mm -hmm. uh, than most places in America, yeah. uh, especially <laughs> compared to where I come from, which is Texas. And so, um that definitely um played a huge factor in, mm -hmm. in the way we first interacted yeah yeah i think when i first i first met her at the airport and it was a whole mess because we couldn't find her and we were like trying to text her but i know like every text that you sent was like so expensive oh yeah and so like we didn't know that and we were like just texting away and <laughs> she's like stop just go find me <laughs> <laughs> um and so i had not been like i ate or um esther had kind of tried to explain a little bit of like cultural differences and like being a little bit more quieter and a little bit more direct and but i was not prepared for that at all and so i feel like kind of adjusting to each other's personalities and also just the difference in i'm like let's just <laughs> and and he was like uh, have we gotten to the point yet? Are we there yet? Awesome. I'm done. <laughs> and so, but I really, yeah. So my first impression, you were just quiet, but, and I was really nervous though. I was like, I'm going to say something that offends her and I'm going to do something dumb. And so I was a little nervous, but uh, no, I was excited. We definitely were as different as people could be, you know, but it's, it's not worked out too bad. 
So anyways. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely in those first few weeks emotionally drained from mm-hmm. the amount of talking coming from Jess. Oh, which is totally okay, yeah. Marco. <laughs> but hey, it was a little different from y'all, y'all roommates. Oh, so you had to live together. You just yeah. had to stick it out regardless of how different your personalities were. Yeah. And for Hetty, it takes a lot more energy to socialize than probably <laughs> us two. That's just true. because yeah. we love it and it energizes us to talk to people and yeah. get to know them and be all up in their business. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So now we can talk about my first impression of Jess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said it likes to say chess. Chess. Yes. So, <clears throat> when I first met you, yeah, it was that Sunday morning, and we were having breakfast before church, and you were pretty, like, bubbly and energetic from the get-go, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man. Like, <laughs> I tend to counterbalance things by doing the opposite or reacting kind of... Um, in a way where it will just kind of level things out and <laughs> um, not create um, such a scene as we've probably done several times. Too many oh, times. All energetic. And so, <laughs> um, and so, and then hearing that she uh, has a passion for children's ministry, and um, I could just definitely sense early on that uh, she super lively and energetic and so i was like well let's see where this goes um, <laughs> but it's been really fun yeah well yeah i well you and esther sent me a picture of yourselves mm-hmm. so i knew what you looked like uh, thankfully i don't know how you were able to find us like <laughs> each other in that airport <laughs> but yeah i i appreciate it like oh open and all over the place you are <laughs> it helped, yeah it did help me to settle in uh pretty quickly since i don't talk a lot so it's mm-hmm. good that someone who is like quite like opposite of me who talks a lot so yeah it means yeah well we're on the story i talk a lot in case anyone <laughs> does not know that <laughs> all right so kind of getting into why we're even here why we're all together the internship um I had come here about a year ago um, on a week mission trip just with this church, and they were like, you might be doing an internship next year, and I was like, oh my goodness, so awesome, count me in, and um, I kind of went through a little phase where I was like, actually, no, I'm not going to go because I'm too busy, and I have these other things that I could do, and God really said, absolutely not, you are going, and kind of um, just really convicted me about that through a lot of different things, and so end of December, early January, I was like, all right, I'm going. Doesn't matter what else I have going on in life. We're going to Colorado. We're going to do this internship. And so um, I kind of thought originally that um, the biggest thing would probably be money and not being able to raise the money to get out here and to, you know, just function. Um, and me and Hetty actually have similar I'm stories sorry, about yeah. this, but we had to raise money and um, I had put out like a GoFundMe thing and um, I don't know. Did you, what was, did you have a platform or was it just like yeah, asking people? Yeah, I think people? Was the platform I, mm-hmm. I used. 
And so we both put it out and within seven days for both of us, yeah. one week, the money was provided like instantly. Yeah. And so I feel like for me, I don't know about you, Hetty, but that was like a super like big, like just confirmation yeah. that yeah. this is where God wanted us. There was no question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no door that like was difficult to open. God just said, here we go. Get a move on now. <laughs> and so that's kind of how um, we got here. And I know you you were here already, Marco. But um, for this summer, kind of our goals, what would you say our goals were for what we were doing? Our goals? Um, so I think one of the things was individually, like in our callings was, you know, discerning what are the areas where um, we're most passionate about or um, where we're not passionate about and how can we um, trust the Lord in those areas in Mm -hmm. in order to to further develop as believers and members of our churches. Right. And also discern whether like our calling to ministry is from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Be willing to do and go wherever he calls us and so i think um, although that looked differently uh, in a lot of ways some of us came from five thousand miles away or at 800 or mm-hmm. whatever it was and so uh, and left families and, and so but being willing to trust the lord um, wherever he leads us and so i think that was you know played a huge role um, in us becoming just more mature as believers uh, and as adults. And so yeah. I think that was a big factor. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us came in like with very like, not low expectations, but like we didn't know what we oh, were walking yeah. into. Yeah. And so we came here and we were like, all right, let's go serve the Lord. However that looks. Yeah. I remember <laughs> everyone like asking me like, oh, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a big part of history just being flexible and knowing that even the plan that you do have might change and that's of god and you just have to move and go with the flow for everything so that was definitely something i feel like we all had to kind of learn and work in as we kind of got started with everything um kind of our go ahead and i want to say like and it I think part of the reason why we didn't have that many expectations is because things don't have to be super complex yeah. to be of the Lord. That's true. Yeah. Um, actually, Agreed. most stories in scripture are pretty simple. Um, and it's usually summed up with God's people um, just struggling to follow the Lord, mm-hmm. falling away from the Lord most of the time. And God having to lead his people back to himself. Right. And then him doing all the work and all the leading and guiding and rescuing. And so we knew that as long as we showed up under the Lord's will, uh, that he would be the one guiding us and leading us to the people that he wanted us to meet, mm-hmm. um, to minister to the church in the way that he wanted us to. And so I think that's kind of what guided uh, and was our framework. Like, how can we love the church really well? Mm-hmm. And then how can we love the city of Parker um, and those who are lost really well and the way Christ does. And I think so for me, I'm not going to lie, look, coming into the summer, um, I 
had been here a year and I had done a lot of things on my own. I had started a Bible study on my own at a local coffee shop um, in which I was fortunate enough to have a lot of my coworkers um, interested in it. And then some, uh, a few show um, pretty regularly. And then uh, I was just uh, meeting a lot of people um, day to day um, in, in hopes to build relationships with them and um, love on them and share the gospel with them. And so um, I did that for a better part of a year and um, at times extremely discouraging because people um, will respond one way um, when you're face to face and then mm -hmm. um, either just never follow through or things come up in life. And so uh, doing that a, for a year and meeting tons and tons of people, um, but then um, very little to show for um, right. it felt like. And, and not having a lot of friends or um, really our church other than me, Hannah, and a, and a couple others uh, who are usually out of town for school. Um, mm -hmm. There's just not a lot of college students. And so uh, because of that, I was like, oh, they're going to come and they're going to do some work. And I get to kind of lead them and build a task force. <laughs> it's so funny to hear that. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. But um, in order to yeah, just accomplish uh, things for the Lord and mm -hmm. for his church in order to strengthen his bride. And so that was kind of my thought process. Through it. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. And you have. You have led us very well. It's just funny because I feel like uh, we were kind of talking about this, and we'll get into this a little bit later, just about like our different like personalities for things, but we are all very much like, we all usually have a fairly good plan of how we want something to get done. Like we have a system that we're gonna follow and, and but we all are like that. There's not one of us that is just like, let's just go with the flow with this <laughs> and do whatever. <laughs> and so there's been a lot of uh, different things um but yeah kind of going into a little bit um of just the beginning uh we part of our flexibility was at the beginning the person who was supposed to be leading the internship um stepped down and so we were kind of just like okay what are we doing now and they asked us i think me and hetty were both um kind of asked oh, yeah. if we were going to stay or what that meant for us like if we felt that we should just go home and just do ministry at home for the summer instead of trying to figure things out here without like a solid plan set up yet. And um, just for me personally, as they were talking through that, I was like, no, I was like, God has opened every door. He knew what was going to happen. And so I'm staying, you know, God knew. So we're just going to walk in his plan. And so did you have any? Yeah, I had the same thing. Like, yeah, like, I came here from Marfay across the world. Right. God provided everything, so he clearly wants me here. So yeah, yeah. So I think we all kind of hit that point. Did you feel like more sure or unsure, or how was that kind of transition for you for the internship, trying to figure things out? Well, it was a little bit different because I had such a close relationship um, with the former senior pastor of Cross Family Church, and um, but God moves people on and um, and so I understood uh, that although 
the person that was supposed to be leading us moved on. Mm -hmm. uh, that God wasn't ready for me personally to move on. Right. And so my love for Cross Family Church didn't change, and my love for the people of Parker didn't change. And so, if anything, I just became more convicted and um, drawn to to pray for the people of Parker and to pray for uh, Cross Family Church um, in order that, because um, when a shepherd leaves, um, the natural tendency is for the sheep to, to scatter and um, to become uh, afraid. And so uh, my, my biggest concern was for God's people mm -hmm. and for his gospel to continue to advance. And so that's, the way I thought through yeah. things and was able to process them. And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah. So, all right. So we've got a lot of stories that we have experienced been uh, in. And uh, so some of them are going to be a lot more funny and some of them are going to be literally what we were doing this summer because we have not just been playing around this whole time as much as it felt like that sometimes, <laughs> but that's part of being on a team that you just, really enjoy being with and you guys just have fun no matter what happened um so uh why don't we start off with a splash jess uh a <laughs> splash <laughs> what a word uh okay so it was was it the first sunday that we were here or the second do you remember was it the, your it was the first somebody yeah so esther had gotten tickets to a rodeo here and it was supposed to be me, Hetty, and Hannah, who is the other intern. Um, and well, so I got sick. <laughs> so <laughs> so Hetty did not go. Yeah. Um, and if that was provision from the Lord or not, <laughs> who knows? But anyways, we we're at church and we were like, somebody was like, oh, you could invite Marker to go with you guys. And we were like, okay. I was like, I don't know this guy, but whatever. <laughs> and so... Marker comes with us to the rodeo and we are sitting there in the heat of the day because it's hot and the sun is out and um I think you remember better than I do about like what happened yeah suddenly before. as we're sitting there um <clears throat> well I guess to backtrack we there was a super sweet family behind us and super sweet we um, love every time a little calf came out and they like, run, and they were like, oh my goodness, it's so cute. And we were like, um, it's, just, it's just a cow. And so anyways. The little girl was enjoying herself, though. She was <laughs> having, having a blast. Having blast. And we didn't want to do anything to ruin that experience. And actually, to enhance that experience, um, the poor, I mean, the girl was um, probably like eight or nine. Yeah, almost. she was little. And... Um, and so she was like, I can't see, I can't see. And so to create some room, um, we just, me and Jess scooted apart just a little like bit farther more. so she could have more space. Uh, yeah. And <sighs> suddenly at some point after that, um, she like fainted, she fainted, she fainted she, onto us. Cause she was sitting right behind us I and she hit you more than she hit me on my shoulder. And, um, as soon as I looked back, I noticed I could tell from, from the corner of my eye that it was her head, her forehead hit my shoulder. So I'm like, are you okay? And immediately, like, you can sense that her eyes um, uh, 
from her eyes, you just can't, like, there is like, no facial expression. Mm-hmm. She was and not good. She was just very confused. And they were like, oh, she just, like, fainted. She just passed out. And we were like, and the way oh, the parents oh, talked goodness. about it made it sound like it wasn't, like, a weird thing. Like, it was normal. And we were um, like, okay. And we thought, like, maybe they would be getting up and, like, going to, like, cool her off or get yeah. her water or something. But they just sat there. And we were like, okay. And so then we go back to watching the rodeo for a few more minutes. And then... Suddenly, from the corner of my eye, I just see projectile vomiting. Onto <laughs> us! Straight onto us. Oh, man. It missed Fortunately, us mostly because yes. there was the space that we had made so she could see. But it definitely still got on us. And it was just such a disgusting experience. <laughs> And we got up and we were like, ah. We didn't say much. We just got no. up and walked. You got up immediately. You were like, up, leave. And they were like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and we got up and then we had to look for t-shirts. It was a whole mess. But a real first experience for just the group to do something together. And <laughs> But if Marco had not been there, Hetty would have gotten thrown up on. Yep. And just because we're girls, we wouldn't have been sitting farther apart and so we would have gotten like drenched <laughs> anyways i'm sure everyone here out there enjoyed that we spent 28 dollars on t-shirts and they were so expensive those were the cheapest ones there uh, okay well that was an experience really bonding truly okay Hedy. so i know you have had some, oh, some fun yeah, things i have some stories with yes um... <laughs> i need to get that like audio cut that yes <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we were just cooking lunch. You were cooking lunch. Uh, and I just walk into the kitchen. I'm like, okay, what you're cooking? And then I'm looking at the microwave. I'm like, what's in there? And there are potatoes in the microwave. Just finished. <laughs> I'm like, what is this thing? What's going on? What's potatoes in the microwave? Uh... <laughs> I. We usually like, we boil the potatoes, like, yeah, we put them in the oven, but the, the most common thing is to boil the potatoes and eat them. So yeah, we don't know, we do not microwave. Yeah, she immediately picked up her phone and was like videoing it. And I was like, what? I was like, get to the microwave potatoes, just an easy way to cook them. Anyways, that was, I feel like that was our first little funny moment oh, yeah. together. Okay, and then the other thing, Oh my goodness. (laughs) So in this town, there are medians everywhere. There are medians everywhere. And I don't know why I've never done a lot of U-turns. Maybe I just have known where I was going previously and here I don't, but you can go ahead. Yeah, she has a fear uh, for U-turns and it's been quite fun. (laughs) Like every, like we would just like, she would say, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then when it's time to do it, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's so funny. Uh, she's gotten better though. We did a U-turn this morning. I'm proud of her. Yeah, so, thank you, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anytime I do a U-turn from now on, I'll be like, ah, oh, I love Eddie. She really just <laughs> gave me so much grace in this. But yeah, U-turns were a whole thing for me. Uh, we kind of talked about the bonfire and how that was just like our first little fun experience together. Does anyone have any other comments about the bonfire night? 
I feel like Bryce and April would have more comments. They'd be like, <laughs> these people are crazy. I didn't know what we were getting into. <laughs> really threw a wrench into our relationship. Uh, we brought up all of the juicy topics. Oh, we yeah. did. Oh. We were like, we were like, let us tell us, how did you guys meet? And then like, there were all these stories and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> So that was really the funny. The night was very random. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> that, oh, uh, Hetty has this saying where there would be like, if she first came here and she was, she would see something, she'd be like, that is so random. <laughs> and it was just, oh, love that. Okay, well, some of the more ministry things that we've done, we did door knocking the first week which was an experience. Um, I've done door knocking before, but it was not like something I had done a, a ton of necessarily. Um, but we had some great conversations that week. And um, yeah, God just always, he always brings the right people to the right doors. And um, I think you, Marco, this last couple of weeks you did door knocking and like the lineup of like really bad door and then a really good door. Yeah, so oftentimes we would encounter this experience where you would have a terrible door. Mm -hmm. Or like we even had somebody like run up to us. Um, and this is while um, Jess and Hedy were out of, out of town in Utah. Mm -hmm. And they'll talk about that more on the other podcast. But uh, while they were gone, there was a mission team here from Louisiana. And uh, I was going door to door and suddenly this man in his pajamas starts um, just molting towards us. And um, he's like, hey, did y'all leave this year? And we're like, yep. And we're like, uh, probably wasn't us, but it was definitely our team. Um, and so he was like, well, I just want you to know that I should be calling the cops right now and that you shouldn't be here and that you're not welcomed here. And that in this neighborhood, there's no soliciting of any kind. And so we politely said that we weren't soliciting and he continued to say there is nothing of any kind allowed there in their, um, according to their HOA mm -hmm. rules or whatever in the neighborhood. And so, uh, which we found out that, and we kind of already knew, was just a lie. We actually saw their HOA people and they didn't tell us anything. <laughs> so, so yeah we no because totally churches are okay. protected under the city of parker's like systems so we there's a lot of people that are like you're soliciting and we're like we're not selling anything we're sorry have a good day but yeah people get really after, upset we had the best door of the day and this girl um, opens the door and we begin to just share the gospel with her and she's opening to she's open to listen to it um, she's um, sharing her story and kind of the hurts that she's experienced from the church, um, her as well as her family. And so uh, we just got to minister to her, invite her to our church, uh, get to know her and the ways that we could welcome her better uh, into our mm -hmm. church. And so uh, we're still praying for her and praying that the Lord would continue to work in her life. Um, we got to pray for her there at the doorstep. And so, um, but yeah, the Lord just makes it all worthwhile when you meet that mm -hmm. one person, um, because your love for uh, missions and evangelism 
continues to grow. Yeah. Just a conversation at a time um, with a person that you don't know and you've never met, but you're there on behalf of Jesus Christ. And so your love for Christ and to do his will also grows. Um, yeah. But Hetty, I know for you, it looked a lot different in Estonia or coming from Estonia. So share about that. Oh, yeah. This actually was my first time going door knocking, so that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Usually, <clears throat> Estonia's house, Estonian houses have fence around their homes, and the dog is usually out, outside. And people are more private about this stuff. They mm. do not appreciate if you go into their like. Boxes, Bo boxes yeah. and bubbles. So yeah, I've done uh, like I've, I've shared the gospel in Old Town. Usually, like all how we go about it is like go into the park where we, like it's mm -hmm. an open space and you can go talk to people that way. Yeah, yeah. But door knocking was yeah not within your wheelhouse necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was definitely an experience, and um, I really appreciated it. And I'll talk a little bit about just my original struggles with door knocking and just how God used that. But um, a couple of the other things we did, we did a soccer camp and uh, that was the second week we were here. It was the first official project that we were kind of put in. And um, the first day was a little rough. We were in charge of registration and we had like 80 plus kids come and our system was not streamlined. And so it was a little rough. Um, but I think that was the first like area that we as a group had to learn how to work together and make decisions and share ideas and all those different sides of things. And so that was, a, I feel like that week was definitely a learning curve for us as interns and just working together. Yeah. Well, that was the first time that we really got to do stuff where uh, it required us to like really work together mm -hmm. and um, also give each other enough space to do things that the way the way that we uh, think is best and so mm -hmm. um, like we all had our own line that we were managing with our own grade and so giving each other enough space to say you can do it the way that you see best and I can do it um, the way that I'm comfortable doing it. And so, um, yeah, just learning that um, was pretty important. Um, mm -hmm. And then just learning what are the things that we are comfortable doing um, and managing. And yeah. So. I feel like we learned a lot of each other's like strengths and weaknesses and knowing what we were comfortable doing. Like I know for you, Hedy, you were saying you were like, please don't give me names. Yeah. Like that's not something that I'm yeah. comfortable with doing, but there were a lot of other things that you were able to step in and yeah. be a big part in. And so I feel like that was definitely a really good, just learning step for working together and knowing that, um, that we needed to come up with a solid plan and talk about it and- Make adjustments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that just throughout this whole thing. Um, but kind of just uh, reeling it back in, we have done a lot of fun things and we've learned a lot of things and served in a lot of ways. Um, but the whole purpose for um, God bringing us here, not only in sharing the gospel, but also to just grow us 
as individuals and bring us closer to Christ. And so I was hoping that maybe each of us could just go through and talk a little bit about um, just our own spiritual journey and how God has worked and kind of transformed us throughout this time and through different um, events and scenarios and things like that. So I think for me, I spent a large time of this summer so far, just really evaluating how I'm loving God's people and whether I'm loving them the way he loves them. And um, because the standard of Christ is so much higher and um, we can't love people the way Christ does without him and without his spirit um, dwelling in us. And so uh, as I began to think through um, my relationships with really every member at Cross Family Church and the way that I've interacted with them in the past or um, whether positive or negative, just coming to the, to the realization that um, the church should be the place where like, we're all welcomed and we should love uh, people the way Christ does. And, and so a lot of times that looks like um, having conversations or interactions with people that in the past we don't get along with or our personalities just don't mesh and um, or people that we don't know and Mm -hmm. and so because of all those things um, I think I was just desiring to be a lot more intentional about um, how I interacted with um, people at Cross Family Church Mm -hmm. and um, really changing the way uh, I pray for them or think through praying for them and think through how, how my relationship is with them. So, um, and then just finding the little moments in which I can show them that we appreciate them. And I think we learned that a lot from Miss Jen. Yes. Who is now leading the children's ministry department and taking head over that. And so I think when we got to spend some time with her, um, it really blessed us uh, because she's a longtime teacher and instructor. And so she mm-hmm. knows how to effectively um, build relationships um, and really uh, not much time at all. And I yeah. think um, in the body of Christ, we've really come to know and see even in our relationships um, uh, as, as interns, um, it does not take a long time for Christ to just bring us together and um, bring us to a point where we're willing to be honest and open to one another and vulnerable in front of each other and recognize our weaknesses um, go to each other to further talk through those weaknesses or strengths. And, yeah. and so um, I think we've gotten to do that a lot and uh, learn from one another. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, for me, definitely, I love Miss Jen. And I think in the next one with Hannah, we should really talk more about her and just her influence on us this last um, few weeks. But uh, just coming into the internship, I had I knew that we were doing door knocking and that was really the only thing I knew that we were doing for sure. And so I I had a lot of fear the first week or so that I was here before we actually started doing things about that and um like it would either it kind of bounce between either I'd be like oh my goodness I'm not going to do well and it's going to be awkward and scary and then I would also go to the other end which 
is not not a good place to be where I'd be like, I don't even like door knocking and it's not effective. And I would just like all these thought processes would be going through my head. And um, something I would just really encourage you with, and this is something that Pastor Bryce has talked about in church and Marco just mentioned, but the idea of being vulnerable with people and expressing those things, being like, you know, this is really just, I'm struggling with this. And the first time I voiced my fear of door knocking to Miss Esther, I think it was like the day before we were supposed to go, she immediately was like, well, yeah, of course you're going to be scared. She's like, we're all scared every time. It happens every time. Every door you walk up to, you're going to get nervous about it. And that's just how it's going to go. And I just remember just like this wave of peace that just came when she said that and um, just really expressed that, you know, that that fear is normal. And um, there's a verse that says, um, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And um, that verse has just been, it's something that one that I've heard a lot, even as a kid, but something that has just really applied to a lot of the things here. And just that fear is not of God. And while we may experience it, you know, as we're going out, God is bigger than that and he will overcome those moments. And so um, as soon as we started door knocking, it was just like God just spoke through and guided the conversation in every way. And so that was really um, encouraging. And then just as we were talking about like the different avenues that we have been working together in soccer camp and children's ministry, um, just working through the frustration of not being in control of things and having all these different things change, but just how God is like, no, you're going to have to deal with this every day and you're going to have to fight the flesh and (laughs) you're not in charge and you're not in control and that's good. And so um, that's been another thing that just has, God's continually been working in. Um, And uh, just lastly, kind of the big overarching thing that I feel like I've been taught as I've been here is I really think I came into this internship with the idea that, um, I was just here to invest and that, um, you know, no, I wasn't perfect, but that I had hit a point, you know, quotes, uh, that I didn't need to focus on growing anymore. I could just invest in other people and point blank, that is pride. And that is so against what God has for us and, um, something that I have struggled with in the past. And I think I've mentioned it many times here on this podcast. Um, and I will continue because, um, allowing those things to just sit is never good, but God has continually been convicting and saying, no, yes, I want you to invest. And yes, I want you to serve, but I will always be growing you. And I will always be pulling away the things that I don't want in your life and putting more of, you know, God's character into us and what he would have for us. And, um, just the struggle between growing and investing and then not feeling like you've grown enough to invest. And so that's been um, just a journey in and of itself and learning um, how God works in our weaknesses and in our strengths. So that's kind of been the things that I've been learning over this time here. But yeah, for me, uh, really like with this internship, I feel like God has really like maybe like open up more to people like like you guys, like constantly like getting me out of my comfort zone, guys, it really, I see now, like it affects like 
how I share the gospel in a way like, oh, when I'm like so into myself and like, oh, well, if, like, uh, they'll hear like someone will tell them this, the gospel, or like, uh, like, I don't want to bother them mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff, but like, yeah, God has really opened me up more and let's just like go and do it like Mm -hmm. this is what he has called us to do and he will give the he will guide us and give us strength and also like we have we we do we did a book study uh, yes um, nine marks of a healthy church and with that i feel like uh uh, the love for, for me like the like i've grown love for the church more like loving the church more like and taking the like missing church uh, like more seriously like mm. like like being like when I was home like oh I don't um I'm too tired I don't want to go today and I just skip it but like God is like really he uses he's like it's his pride and we glorify God to like church and mm-hmm. he uses this to grow us and to help others and just uh, that's yeah yeah that book has been really good because it it really just brings everything that we do back to its roots and like this is what god has called us to do this is what god has called us in scripture to do and um while we were talking about the church corporately as an individual you can look at that and be like okay am i actually thinking about this the way that god has designed it am i actually practicing that in you know different ways so that's really good All right. Well, just kind of wrapping things up, um, kind of talking about our uh, hopes for the future, um, if that's what we feel God has called us to do or just um, things that God has prompted us in. We're kind of just going to go through and talk about um, that side of things. So take it away. Yeah. So for me, I think, uh, well, I'll just share. Um, really where my calling came from. So you could be familiar or unfamiliar, but in Ephesians chapter 4, starting verse 11, I'll just go ahead and read this. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building um, up the body of Christ. And so um, halfway through my freshman year in high school, uh, I'm 22 now, but Uh, Many years ago, I was sitting in a Sunday service, and um, I just knew from then on, as my pastor broke this passage down, and he specifically spent a Sunday um, talking through what a calling to ministry and calling to pastoral ministry looks like, and what are the similarities uh, between those called. And so as he spoke through many pastors having an undeniable calling from the Lord, Uh, a moment like Moses in the burning bush or uh, like God calling Abraham uh, to leave uh, really his extended family and to go uh, into uh, the promised land. Um, And so all these callings where God just shows up and he's like, this is what I'm calling you to. And you don't know what it's going to look like but I just need you to trust me. And so uh, as I thought through 
as I think through the really the hope for my future is to one day be a pastor of a church uh, where we're striving to all attain uh, fullness and stature uh, available available to us in Christ. And so it says, until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children uh, tossed to and fro by the waves, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking tru truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. And so um, I'll just stop there. Um, but yeah, like, so my love for the church growing and my understanding that it really just comes down to the church maturing and the believer growing in the love for Christ and then the church being really intentional about seeking the lost. And so that's kind of the lens through which I see my life and my future ministry so I don't know what that will look like. I will go to seminary here within the next 15 months or so and get a master's in divinity, God willing, and wherever he leads me to start a church. And so I do come. I am a Hispanic American, so I speak both Spanish and English. And so that will play a role into where God would have me um, because I do believe it'll be a place where it's diverse and I will be able to preach in both languages and so um, but we don't really know every step of the way by god's grace or else we probably wouldn't do it so, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be honest and yeah so uh, but yeah um, so that's kind of what the next step looks like very good so. good stuff uh, well for me um i Again, kind of came into this internship thinking that I was just going to um, help the church and figure out what ministry I should be in. And per usual, that is not what God does. <laughs> he has his own plan that is greater than ours and higher than our thoughts. And um, so for me, um, just kind of the next step I, as most of you know, I go to Missouri Baptist University, and um, over the last semester, I was just really convicted of the idea that um, that our school is a mission field, and that while we have the Baptist name and message on our signs and taught in the Bible classes, that doesn't mean that everyone there knows Christ, and many don't, and if you walk around campus and you hear people talk and just um, look at different things, you you can see that clearly. And so I've just been um, just challenged with the um, task of knowing that, like you can here in Colorado, play a place where pe most people would be like, no, you shouldn't knock on doors. That's pushy and that's overbearing. Um, I've been given a mission field at school where I interact with people every day, all day. And um, <clears throat> there are so many opportunities for gospel conversations and so many opportunities to 
just invest in other people. And so just heading into this next school year, um, just trying to be super intentional about having those conversations, saying hi to people, making things a little awkward when need be, because, um, you know, the gospel is the most important thing. And so we need to be bold and forward in sharing those things and going after those things. And so um, definitely just being spurred forward and knowing that um, sharing the gospel is essential and top priority. And then also I just um, have begun to better understand that ministry is not about knowing every single thing. It's not, you can know every single thing and not be effective at all, but how God has called us and he has called us to be willing and to be ready. And so um, just walking in that way and daily, it's not a one moment that you just say, okay, Lord, I give you my life. It's every day. Okay, God, I give you today. I messed up yesterday a lot, but I give you today. And so just living in that way, that's been a really big, um, just hope for moving forward. All right, Hedy, what would you say for that? <laughs> uh, well, I'm still in high school. We start, like, we start school later than you guys here in America. So really, but yeah, like this internship has like, like I mentioned, opened me up more and I will definitely seek out, out like the opportunities and just to share the gospel mm. and open up conversations and just speak about it because it's people like don't speak about it, but we should like, right. Yeah. yeah. And those conversations are easier to have than we make them out to be, you know? So definitely been something that we've learned. All right. Any last comments, concerns, things you must say to the people? <laughs> uh, well, I have really enjoyed working with you guys and got a few more weeks um, with Marco and Hannah, but um, it's been so cool to see how God's worked and has used us crazies to uh, <laughs> to just be used by God. So I really appreciate that. And it's uh, been an encouragement for sure. Thank you so much for listening to this Jam Pack Chat. We hope in getting to know us and learning about this summer, you have come to know we are very ordinary people and that only through Christ's calling and presence in our lives has anything happened. If there's anything you feel that Lord has called you to do, we pray you will follow in faith, even when it doesn't make sense. To tune in to more episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at jam underscore the podcast. Have an amazing day.